call the meeting to order. Roll call. Mayor Westerberg. <coughs> yes. Sankham. Yes. Muller. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Waltman. Yes. Jeremy, you'd like to address the council? Yes. Um, I'd like to tell, address. Tell who you are. Oh, my name's uh, Jeremy Cromwell. Um, I live down on Lake Street here in town. Um, I'm a truck driver. Um, I'd like to address the amendments that you made to the no truck parking on the city streets. Um, my questions are, are you guys going to provide something, I guess, more stable, some place to plug, plug our trucks in, or... Uh, We've always let them park down by the city ship. I don't know if there's a place to plug in, though. But we've always let semis park down there. Okay, so what, what about the 72-hour rule? I'm not sure. Well, down there, you're, there is no 72-hour no, no, I thought that's what it said. No, no, that's not on public streets down there. There's, that's designated as semi-parking for the for town is down by the salt shed. Down salt there. shed down there. Park it down there. There's been semis parked for years down there. They don't stay. I mean, they come and go. But there's no time limit there. But as far as plugins, there's no plugins. I guess would there be able to put plugins down there? Because otherwise, you know, leaving our trucks run all night that costs a lot of money. I don't know where you draw electricity from because it would be quite a ways away. Closest electricity would be this, the more city shed. Right. We'd have to pull off our electrical shed and put a ped somewhere out there. I can't give you an estimate on what it would cost to run the wire or any of that without doing further research. And then you'd probably have to put a meter on it. <clears throat> What do you do now? Do you plug it in? I plug it at the house, but I park on the street. Uh -huh. um, Can you unhook your trailer down by city shed and take the tractor home and put it through the alley and into the yard? Um, I could, yeah. That might be our only option. Somebody else got a different take of it. My only question would be where would our liability stand if something were to happen to something down there? We have trailers all the time trailers down there. Down there. Okay. They're always there. Okay. There's one gentleman constantly has his truck down there. Okay. Uh, I get. Yep. I didn't know well, that. I think it's even designated as parking down there, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's in our code. Yeah. Yeah. You can unhook the trailer down there anytime you want. Just clear back on the. East side of the salt ship. There's a pile guys, of gravel parked east of there. Chris, do you guys do occasional drive-bys down there then? We'll drive through there, yeah. But okay. We, we can do more too. I mean, if, there, if there's people parking down there more. That's all we can probably do. At least you got somewhere to park the trailer. Anybody with the trailer. Um, I know there are two semis to the west. Um, Kevin Schmidt's yard, I don't know if you can rent a spot from him and pull some electricity from him. Um, that's where Alan Myshide and um, Dana Drost parked theirs. But I think they rent a spot from Kevin, I think. There's somebody who owns that standalone garage down there. Who's that? 
Maybe he would sell you electricity, I don't know. You know where he lives? Yeah. Kay can tell you. Not right now. <laughs> I can take you to it, but I can't pay his address. It's out there by Whitey. Lakewood Drive. Yeah, somewhere in there. But, yeah. But there is power down there. You just got to find the right guys to hook to. And they might, back in this, you do have to look the trailer. That's not always a lot of fun. No, no, it gets to be paying about sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's all we can, unless the council wants to change the ordinance, but I don't think so. We worked on it for quite a while to set that ordinance. Yeah. I don't think anybody's up to changing it. Nobody you know, asked why they kind of ousted all the truck drivers from parking in town? Like, especially on Lake Street, there's semis there, and if there's two semis or two vehicles, then people can't get through, especially in the summertime when there's a lot of people here that can't always drive between the two vehicles. <laughs> that does happen. Yes, it happens. Um. We're just trying to get the semi, especially down around the lake here where people park. All over so, town. Yeah. yeah. It's like up in the southwest corner of town. I was parking on the street. Mm -hmm. We did it from there. He, he, I think, rented a spot from Dutch down there to park his tractor. <laughs> And that ordinance also includes what, like RVs and, and other things that, yeah, that was so added. Yeah, not it. just some ones. So, construction trailers. But, you know, you get a lot of complaints from people in the neighborhood about semis and campers and fifths and stuff parked on the street for an extended period of time or overnight and stuff. So. I guess that's one of the reasons for the ordinance that we just passed. If you have any trouble getting somebody down there has power, call City Hall. We can find a number, I'm sure, for Wayne or Kevin Schmidt, somebody. Yeah. We can look it up, but not right now. Yeah. Just call the office during working hours. They can find a phone number for these guys. That's about all the help we can do. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Jamie. <clears throat> okay, consent agenda. Motion to approve. We'll make that motion. Second? No second. Roll call. Second. Yes. Frank? Yes. Beckham? Yes. Wellman? Yes. Mullen? Yes. Okay, we need to consider it uh, purchase of the emergency radio for City Hall. Um, you have that um, quote, um, basically from Alpha Wireless, um, we're looking at um, not quite like $3,600 um, to purchase a radio that we meet from the new radio systems that the county has installed. Um, the fire chief talked to me about this, um, considering that City Hall was considered one of the disaster shelters that it might be a good idea that we are also on the new system. So um, I went out and sought a, sought a quote. I mean, this basically would replace what we have, um, the power supply, the antenna. It's just one of those little fiberglass little things that would hook onto it. And then, um, then the installation for them to move the old radio and installation of the new antenna and remove the old, um, old antenna. So 
Is this <clears throat> this other quote that's in our packet? Is that a different radio, or is that something? Page nineteen. That's what I was wondering. There's two different quotes. Yeah, I think that the radio itself, the twenty-two thirty-one. So if you look at the quote, that's the thirty-five sixty-three. That's just the radio itself. Um, it's not the power supply, the base antenna programming, and often that's not all of the other stuff. It's just basically that's the radio. I thought the 3563 included, included all that. The 3563 does. Oh, okay. The, 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 the other one does the not. The 221116 is just the, the, the radio itself. Oh, okay, with the software and that thing. Yeah. What would the council like to do? Well, our existing radio isn't going to be compatible, or isn't already compatible. Right. No. Right. And we are an emergency shelter. I think we, I, I'll make the motion that we go ahead and purchase the new radio. I'll second that. Roll call. Frank. Yes. Muller. Yes. Second. Yes. Walden. Yes. Beckman. Yes. And we have our annual vegetation management agreement with the DNR. Um, this is exactly, um, my understanding is this is exactly the same thing that you guys passed last year. Um, it just basically was updating the, the dates, um, you know, that we would supply, we would be reimbursed for a portion of it. Um, we purchased the herbicide and they apply it or help apply it, those kinds of things, and we seek reimbursement. So my understanding from the DNRs, it's exactly what we did last year. So Second. Second. Roll call. Waltman? Yes. Beckman? Yes. Frank? Yes. Muller? Yes. Second? Yes. Okay, we have the dock management agreement again with the DNR. Yep, and my understanding is this is exactly the same thing as you passed last year, just updating it in um, terms of dates and different things. Um, I do know that they are working on, which I don't think is part of this agreement, but I know that they are working on certain things around in this area where um, some of the, the area in between the dock and the property line, um, I know that they are, are working on some things in that realm, but that doesn't, that's not part of this agreement. I think we're going to be seeing something different. So this is basically exactly what Nathan told me was what you saw last year as far as us managing the dock, the, however we did it last year. I'm still running. <laughs> Your motion to approve the agreement. I'll make that motion. I'll second it. We'll call. Beckman? Yes. Muller? Yes. Frank? Yes. Walton? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have to uh, consider the project acceptance and final pay application. So in your packet um, is a letter from Michael Richards. He was the project engineer um, on the, the pond project. Um, basically, he considers what the portion that Healy excavating had done um, is complete. He said, you know, it could take probably up to a couple of years just because of the type of seeding that was done with the requirements from the DNR to see that, you know, fully developed. But um, he is confident, um, you know, that that should be okay, and he would like to see Healy paid out um, their retainage 
of what was that? Five fifty one oh one forty nine. I I've still got questions. I've had several people comment to me about this pound. How where are we going to stand on liability on this thing? If somebody goes in there, child, something under the influence, without a fence around it, well, as, I mean, as deep as it is. And you know, my my ultimate goal, because that's also a concern that I have when we build the community center, is that we look at some way of trying to. Um, Ward off either through landscaping or different things that that we you know might be able to limit that a little bit. But um, I think they're fairly confident with the amount of grass and different things. Once the the once the vegetation grows you know goes up, it's going to look way different than it does today because you're going to have taller grasses and different things with management of of that um, area because it is a DNR managed vegetation. Um, place, um, but I think, you know, as we look towards the future, you know, of, of different types of landscaping and maybe some trees or different things that we might be able to, to make that look a little bit different than what it is today. So, the DNR is going to manage this? We're going to manage it, but they have a certain, we, because of the grant and everything that we have, it's like some of the other retention ponds that we have in the area, you know, that we have, that we're responsible for making sure that the vegetation is growing the way it's supposed to and you know those kinds of things. It's like the bio cells, like the one right, right there by Dixieland. Like it should be filled back in. So the DNR tells us what has to be planted there. We maintain it, but we still have to follow what, follow what the DNR tells us as far as if it's not maintained to the specifications of their liking. Well, I'm certainly thinking we get the community center built, we put some sort of fencing around it. I don't know why we wouldn't do that. Well, we'll have to well, do something, but that has nothing to do with the pond. No, we just need to pay our local contract. I make a motion that we pay. We've done the work, but they need to be paid. Second. Second. Roll call. Muller? Yes. Second? Yes. Waltman? Yes. Beckman? Yes. Frank? Because I oppose the whole project, I'm going to vote no. Even though they do need to be paid. Okay. Administrative report. Um, I've been working on trying to start to delve into next year's budget, um, looking at this year's budget and where we're stand, where we stand currently. I have not received the valuations from the auditor's office yet to really find out what we have available to us to try and really make budget recommendations. Um, but I've been working on that. Um, we had the fire budget meeting um, last week, which many of you were involved in. Um, and uh, today I spent, I think, an hour on a webinar with um, the Iowa Department of Economic Development Authority on um, grants. We, we, we applied for we are part of a consortium um, with the state of Minnesota um, on some electrical type funding that they applied through the federal government and we there were some things with the state of Minnesota that it seemed that some were working on one one application and then there were others that were working on a second application that we weren't a part of and the part that got funded was the ones 
one that we weren't part of. Um, but the state of Iowa has gotten some federal dollars that they are going to be um, granting out. Um, the application is due in the middle of February. So I sat on a webinar today, um, and it basically it's a resilience grid, um, grid resilience funding. And I think that we might be able to qualify. Um, I know that there's probably going to be a lot of people, you know, trying to buy for the same dollars. So. But I sat on that webinar today. Um, we have a meeting with um, Calhoun and Burns on Thursday to discuss the bridge replacement project. Um, that would be that bridge that's out there by the old wastewater treatment plant. And my understanding is those are grant dollars. I'm not exactly sure if it's reimbursement grant dollars um, or how that, that will all work. I'm still trying to read through the paperwork on that. But we have that meeting, I think it's got moved from Wednesday to Thursday. Um, beyond that, that's kind of what I've been working on is mostly budget. Thank you. Jason? All right. Um, the electrical boys, they were figuring out what type of uh, electrical service that will be required for the new establishment at the old <laughs> laundromat. Um, upon figuring that out, we are going to have to pay for some boring on that unless you want us to cut the roads open in order to open cut it which i don't think that's going to be feasible for us but we'll deal with that once we get they get farther into that process uh we ordered the transformer that's going to be required for there we cut some trees down ordered some wire moved equipment around in the shop uh to where stuff that we need is put up front where we need it Shut off some service to some places, uh, replaced two street lights, changed the batteries in the 550 as they were uh, no longer working properly and smoking. Uh, finished the riser pole. We, one of the things that we've been looking at is on our equipment, replacing some of our equipment. One of the things that we've been looking at is a new back. Um, and we got some prices on it and Vermeer was nice enough to bring us one and let us try it out. It, it's really nice. It, I would tell you it's, it's like a Cadillac compared to driving like a Chevy Corsica. But uh, we're just trying it out and we're working on getting quotes to see where we can put it into the budget and everything else like that. We did some misreads. Um, set Austin up to go to a metering class in January. Trent's going to go to a supervisor training class for electrical foreman in February. Uh, we dug the manholes out in the field by 30 acres so CIT could do their point repairs and their cleaning. Shut off a couple water services per request of the owners. Manhole on Lake Street is fixed. Uh, everybody should be happy about that. The fire hydrant on South State Road is fixed. We did some cold patching. Uh, the man lift went to, they came and picked it up, took it to Storm Lake. It needed to have service done, and there's hydraulic leaks in the hydraulic lines, and they don't do those in the field. They have to take it back to their shop and do it. Uh, the starter on the white dump truck went out. Lester has been working on taking that out. Um, the location of that, Lester was not a happy camper, um, but we got it out. We got the new one ordered. Uh, it should be here this week. Worked on a uh, building permit with Miss Teresa, uh, boil water advisory for the provost area when we had to shut off the water because of the fire hydrant. We had to do our bacteria testing in public notice. Cut down some more trees. 
the remote read for the meter at the water at the bank is not working. We were working with the manufacturer to get that fixed. Uh, Old Castle uh, was nice enough to give us seven dump truck loads of sand for free. Um, it wasn't meeting their specifications that they needed, and they figured we could use it and we'll take free stuff. So we hauled that, filled in the manholes out of 30 acres today, uh, replaced the broken taillights on the dump truck, got some more quotes on the back potholder. Uh, the locator that the electric boys use, it's kind of some days hit or miss on whether or not it works. So I got a quote on what it is to replace that and while talking to the salesman, he talked about he can come and give us a free training on using that locator for more than just using it for electrical, like locating plastic water lines and stuff like that. So on January 24th, he will be here and giving all of our guys uh, training on how to use it for more than just locating electrical wire. Um, so getting uh, quotes on that stuff, we finished our SEP system feeding at the wastewater plant per uh, Sagar's recommendations. We had a gentleman here to fix the sirens on Friday. The siren right outside of City Hall, the coil and starter went bad. Uh, he is ordering us a new coil and a starter for it. Ice House Point, um, it's a communication issue with the telephone service. Derek, the gentleman that was here working on it for Power Solutions, he's uh, working on getting us a quote for a radio read and then we can eliminate this telephone service line that's causing it not to work and that would go on all five of the sirens and with that it will still give us the ability to set it off if we have to manually and it will also give the ability for the uh, communication center to set it off manually if they have the warning and uh, this is the need to do it and other than that we're just going to continue to cut down trees and work on it well, that uh, sewer line out by 30 acres, now that's that's the one that was leaking the stuff. Is that right? And we lined it? Or it sense? wasn't lined. What, what did we do? They cut out some of the roots and the joints and then put some regrout in it. And they call it point repairs. So it's not lined then. So some water shouldn't intrude into it then, right? It's not supposed to if they grouted it correctly. Do we know? I, until we get rain and we shove a camera down when it's working, we'll never know. But they're pretty confident they've got it. Correct. They, they know what they're doing. They've been around for a while and they make a living off of doing this, so I would assume it was done correctly. Somewhere we have a video of that. We do. Yeah, yeah we had pictures of it. Yeah. It's really boring to watch. <laughs> did, did we do another one over by Provost then too? So we attempted to do more of the one on Provost. The problem with the one on Provost was the one manhole we couldn't get into because it was asphalted over. I didn't know that's where they were going, so I couldn't try to uncover it. They went as far as they could. Did they go the whole distance that they were supposed to? No. They did what they could with the ability that they had not being able to get into the other manhole. It wasn't that up by where the, when they replaced that pavement up on that hill. That was all cracking away. We're trying to get up there somewhere. It's up by there. Yeah, there's a manhole in the middle of the road. It's just asphalted over. And then they went over to Outlaw 20, which is the line that goes out to the old plant. 
no map that we could find, and I talked to Lon, because uh, if anybody's going to have more information than me, it would be Lon, I would assume. Uh, there's, it's a really long stretch between manholes there. They went as far as they could. They backflushed it. They deep cleaned it more than what was initial on it. Um, so they did the best that they could with it. Is it what they originally bidded? No, because they can't get the access to it. When they run the camera to do the televising, they can go a thousand feet and don't have to worry about anything. When they're doing the point repairs and the jetting of it, they can only go, I think he said he had 400 feet of uh, hose on his truck. So he can only go 400 feet. Well, if the next manhole is 800 feet away, he can only go as far as he can go. We, Teresa and I talked to them on the phone because they called us and they're like, we had to do more deep cleaning on this and we had to do grout repair on this. So there's going to be an extra charge. And we sat there on the phone and I said, but you didn't do all of this. So isn't that a wash? Well, yeah. So where's the extra charge going to be? Well, what about this? Well, isn't that a wash too? There's three or four of them and uh, we had the field supervisor, the salesman who is in charge of the building portion of it, and Teresa and myself all on the phone. And um, will there probably be additional charge from what the initial bid is? It should be very minimal if there is. Um, I mean, everything that they did, they swapped out. It, it was bid out. Um, well, I assume it was bid out. There was a quote on it. I, I can't tell you if there was other bids. I, that I don't know. We got the quote from a long time ago. Yeah, a mm -hmm. year and a half ago. So, um, but if they run into stuff that we right. don't even know there, you can't. Yeah. Correct. That. Absolutely. Um, and remind me again on the sirens, you're getting a... Uh, it's a starter and coil. Right, for this one. Yep. But then you were talking about... It's um, a radio read. Or radio it's a read. Radio control. Right. Yeah. So we're getting a quote for that of going all five of them? Correct. Yes. So then all five should, but the rest of them all were. I heard the testing that day from 10 miles away, so I know they were testing them. Yes. Um, so then then all of them are working like they should be. Then. Correct. After, well, well, once yeah. we get the radio, yes. yeah. after, if that's what we decide we to go one, with. After we get this one repaired and after we get Ice House Point, if we, yes. So the radio control is going to be better than a landline. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We hope so. Somewhere that line is probably cut to that. Right. Yeah. I just want to make sure I understood it right. I should have the quote by the end of the week. Uh, and he's hoping to be here with the starter and the coil to fix the one right out here by Friday. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome. Chris, you have anything you can share? I really don't have anything. <clears throat> we did get the black charger back for a little while. We still got to get a cage put in it and graphics on it, but that's on, that'll be a month out, so. But other than that, we ain't got much going on. It's kind of slowed down a little bit, so other than the big shit that we're, or big stuff we're working on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Keep up the good work. Yeah. yeah. Okay, before we go into closed session, uh, I see Corey's here. You want to tell us before we go into closed session about your application for that front? The plan that I assume the house is no good because I know the roof has been bad for a long time and to knock it down and it would be nice to knock it down at the same time when a guy can put a foundation in so you don't knock it down 
have a hole there. Next summer we could get a basement put in and then instead of knock it down, put dirt in, haul the dirt back out. <coughs> and that then hopefully build a 12 to 1800 square foot. If we could do a three bedroom home there would be perfect. And you're good with the time frame? Yeah. So regardless, you're gonna your plan is to tear it down, build yeah, it home I, I mean, it's a two if, or three bedroom. Yeah. Okay. If it would be fixable, but I just I don't see how it's fixable myself. It's okay. leaked for a long time. I didn't go in it. I went as far as the back door, and as far as I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're we're gonna. Uh, going to closed session, so everybody has to leave. If you're welcome in the hallway, we'll get you when we get done with the closed session.